live from Casa del Rio in Nashville, Tennessee, just down the river from the Grand Ole Opry. It's the Dreamers Road with Stephanie Urbina Jones and the Honky Tonk Mariachi. Grab a seat, grab a drink, saddle up, and let's take a ride down this Dreamers Road. Vamanos, y'all. Hola, mis amigos. This is Stephanie Urbina Jones, and welcome to the Dreamers Road. Happy New Year to y'all. I know we've seen each other before, but you know we are just firing up our hearts over here on the Dreamers Road. We've got so many exciting things coming in the weeks and months to come. But tonight, I am so excited about my special guest, and he played a giant role in my Dreamers Road. You're going to get to meet a giant, amazingly talented hit songwriter by the name of James Slater. And my dreamer's road crossed his path. I guess it was about 15 years ago. I was truly going through the biggest crash and burn, the worst time of my life. I had just gone through a divorce and I was also in the midst of writing what would become my big album that I had been waiting so long to make. I had met Little Big Town in Europe. They had really gotten me as an artist and they had fanned the flames of my heart, introduced me to my manager at the time, got me signed to a record label and it, we were on, you know, the dream was on. And so uh, they were setting me up with all these amazing songwriters and they knew that I was Latina. And so they knew that that was part of my passion and they introduced me to James Slater. It also happened to be during this amazing time in my career in life that I also was going through a divorce. So it was tremendously bittersweet. You know, I was really broken and I will never forget this day going over to James's beautiful home, so soulful and just pouring with music and life and, and telling him, you know, where I was, you know, and it would have been very easy to write uh, a song um, to purge that pain of, of my broken heart, but that's not what we wrote. Uh, James and I hooked up with my other dear friend, amazing songwriter, Mark Marchetti, and we sat around and um, I remember it was a rainy, cold day and, and we wrote this song called Quiero Bailar, I Wanna Dance With You. And it ended up making the album, we recorded it and I loved it. Um, and then just a few later, years later, we knew that we needed to make a video. So I happened to be at the time in Switzerland and I played this little honky tonk in Gijon, Spain. This place is amazing. And I knew when I walked in, we have got to shoot a video here. So with the help of an amazing director uh, from Spain, um, I bought I bought a little dress in the red district of Amsterdam. <laughs> I bought some red pump high heel shoes in the streets of Barcelona and and we and we shot this video. We want to start. I want to thank James even before I introduce you to him for his fiery heart and talent and for helping me write, create, and bring this little dream to light. Let's kick off tonight with the song, the video shot in Gijon, Spain. Quiero bailar, I want to dance with you. Quiero bailar, I want to 
Cha-cha-cha, y'all. And hello to all my friends in Spain, Gijon, Spain, at the Savoy Club. You guys, I'm so, so honored to introduce you to this amazing human being and this amazing songwriter. I'm going to tell you all about Mr. James Slater. Mr. James Slater is a two-time Grammy-nominated piano-playing bilingual singer-songwriter of Bolivian-American descent, signed to BMG Music Publishing in Nashville, Tennessee. He was born in Durham, North Carolina, and raised in the tropics of the Panama Canal Zone in Central America. Willie Nelson, Tim McGraw, Enrique Iglesias, Rascal Flats, Carrie Underwood, Lady Annabellum, Kenny Chesney, Kelly Pickler, Alabama, Reba McIntyre, Gloriana, Runaway June, Martina McBride, Chris Brown, Chris Young, and a host of others have all recorded his songs, y'all. His Grammy nominations include Jamie Johnson's The High Cost of Living, Country Song of the Year, and Martina's In My Daughter's Eyes, which has become a modern day standard. 
James wrote Keith Urban's single, God Whispered Your Name, and upcoming songs on new Tim McGraw, Kenny Chesney, Old Dominion, and Hootie and the Blowfish albums, as well as Warner Brothers' Shy Carter's first single, Good Love. James calls Nashville home. James lived in Switzerland for six years, touring and recorded with the Belgian supergroup Vaya Con Dios, and has traveled the world from Panama to Dublin, from Spain to Havana. James's Key West address is a love letter to the island, so much so that the mayor of Key West has awarded James the keys to the city and proclaimed the song Key West Address the island's official theme. James's latest solo album is Mexicoma, which is available on Spotify and iTunes, featuring 15 new songs, including the raucous Mexicoma, which Tim McGraw recorded. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my divine honor to introduce you to my friend, hit songwriter, Mr. James Slater. Hola, how are you? Hola, James. Hola. It's so good to see you. Good to see you too. Boy, I love that video. I haven't seen that before. Wow. It was it was magic making it the same kind of magic that came when we wrote it that day. You know? Oh my gosh, what a what a blast! Where was my invitation to Spain to be in the video? I didn't. See <laughs> the video. You won't miss you won't miss the next one. God, okay. It looked like a beautiful place. Oh my gosh, it's amazing, just amazing. Well, listen, this has been a dream of mine, this dreamer's road, because so many people like you inspired my path you know, to keep mm -hmm. going, to keep dreaming. Mm -hmm. and so I am so honored to have you on tonight mm -hmm. to really ask you, you know, some real questions to share with people how this magic right. happened. Right, man. I, 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 I'm ready. I'm ready to share whatever you need to know, whatever you want to know. You know, everybody has their own personal road, you know, and it's an interesting, it's, it's interesting life. You know, we have a, a carrera and turns and crashes and, peaks <laughs> and valleys and rivers and lakes and swamps. And uh, I've had it all, seen it all. Well, that was one of my questions a little further down the road. But would you say there have you've seen it all? Have you had some crash and burns? I mean, I think everybody's had some crash and burns, man. I mean, you know, there's a there's a billion, you know, I mean, I mean, I hate to start it off just in the last five years, uh, you know, uh, my, my lost my dad five years ago, which is always traumatic for anybody out there who's lost a parent, you know, and then I lost my younger brother two years ago. And I'm not starting off at all on a, on a, on a, on a, on a tough note. It's just that, you know, there's been so many great things that happened, but like anybody we go through, we all are going to go through those really tough times. The one saving grace is if you're a songwriter, they say, or, a, or, or a, you know, a poet or a writer, whatever happens to you is, I want to say material or, or it, you know, you, you put it into your music because everybody out there, it needs, you know, consoling or inspiration. And uh, so, yeah, I've had, uh, I was going to talk about later, you know, people recording your songs and then they decide they're not going to record them or, or put them out. People telling you, you've got the next single in Nashville and next artist can really, and then at the last minute they pull it, you know, and then of course, family things and, relationships that break up, your heart gets broke, but it's all part of the life, you know? I mean, it makes the, the victories sweeter, really. Well, you know what? I really appreciate, you know, actually us starting uh, tonight on that note, because when I met you, I was in that note in my life. 
my yeah. heart was broken. And I remember coming into your home and the joy that uh, you honored that. And mm -hmm. then we wrote through that. And um, and that energy has you know carried on every time we've gotten a chance to work together. And, and you are one of the most noted poets of, of scribes from from my heart. Thank you. The way that you're able to to write. So so tell us though, what got you to Nashville? How did you get here? I mean, was this like were you a little little kid in Panama? Like when country music, <laughs> I gotta get there. Absolutely <laughs> not. Listen, um, here's the thing. I was born in North Carolina as the bias as you you mentioned before. Born in North Carolina, but my mother is Latin. You've met my mother before. She's a wonderful singer. Awesome. Yeah, she sang at the Bluebird with you and us before, and she's awesome. She's now living, she's in Florida. But my mom is Latin. My dad was a blue-eyed gringo from uh, Ohio and Michigan. And when they met, they wanted us to learn Spanish and be raised, my brother and my sister and I. So we quickly left America when I was about seven or eight years old, and we moved to the Panama Canal Zone. Maybe some of your viewers out there know where it is. It's Panama just above Colombia just below Costa Rica. And we went for two years, but we stayed 10 years. My dad was, is a, was a psychiatrist and he worked for the government down there and uh, helped people there living there because everybody needs mental help and mental health, as we all know. <laughs> so when I lived there, I started piano. My mom got me on piano at about nine years old, like most mothers or fathers get their kids playing. And I, at about 15, I wasn't listening to country music, man. I was listening to Carlos Santana, you know. Oye, como va? Bueno, pagosa. Or she's a black magic woman. You know, so I was playing Grand Funk, Led Zeppelin, The Eagles, uh, Santana. I wouldn't have been able to tell you at 15 what a country song was because I grew up in Panama. We got the radio and it was just one radio station, Armed Forces Radio. So I got in a band. Did that. And then when I finished high school in Panama, we moved to the United States, bounced around. And I ended up uh, hearing Bruce Hornsby play this song uh, the way it is. You know this? Oh, yes. That's just the way it is. Some things will never change. Some things will never change. At about 18 or 19, 20, I heard that song and I was bouncing around, you know, doing some music and music. And I said, I have to go to University of Miami where he studied in Florida and study where Bruce Hornsby is. So I wanted to learn to play piano like that. So I ended up there and that's where I was exposed to all kinds of music. Still never thinking I didn't be into country music. I learned Latin music there, um, all that. And then, uh, you know, from there I went to, it's a quick thing, I went to L. I had a big hit called All I Want From Santa Is A Girl From Atlanta. I wrote a song. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Wow. Yeah, and your viewers can find it online called All I Want From Santa Is A Girl. I was 21, 22, and I wrote it, and we went up to Atlanta as a band. And, and we, we, the next thing I know, we were in a limousine with all the Atlanta Falcon cheerleaders, and we, we I had a big hit. I was 21, 22. And that's what got me into kind of country. I heard it. I was in Atlanta only four hours from Nashville. And I was like, I still didn't know anything about country music. Came back to Miami, went to L.A., then went to Switzerland. And when 9-11 happened many years later, I thought, I'm going to move to Nashville. And I came to Nashville because uh, I wanted at the time to write real songs. Yeah. And I found that the more production got uh, popular in London and L.A., production-oriented, you know, computers. I wanted to be able to sit down and play a song like... <laughs> Sing us a song in the piano, man. I wanted to write real songs. 
And I came to Nashville, visited Nashville in 2001, and I moved here in 2002, and I've been here 20 years next year. And it's been incredible. Wow. It's a quick, I didn't grow up with country music, but I like songs that tell stories. I like piano players. I like real songs. And right now in 2000, well, it's 2021 now, there's no place better, as you know, than Nashville to to write a real song, you know. I mean, that's it's really a great place to be. Well, and and not to brag, but I but I want you to just a little bit. Just most recently, this the songs that came out. Yeah. Can you share a little bit with us? Because share with us, and and you know, at now or later, we you're an artist. We want to hear your songs too. So. I mean, you know, I mean, I've been very lucky from, from the beginning. I, w- I walked into town. I wrote a song called In My Daughter's Eyes, uh. Martina recorded. And then I've just, you know, had this string of, uh, I've, I've, I balanced my life with, with writing songs for other people, but also performing a whole lot. Now, of course, in the last year, we haven't been able to perform as much because of COVID and all that. But that hasn't deterred me from sitting here at my house. And you haven't seen my new house, uh, Stephanie. You haven't uh, been to the new place. But I got a killer new place, very Latin, right in the center of town. And I have a, a grand piano here, and I compose songs here. So, I mean, I've had a lot of success. Just most recently, uh, Keith Urban. Um, it's funny. I've been here for 20, 19 years, and I could not. I got songs recorded by so many people. But Keith Urban was one of those people. People would ask me, why can't you? And I, I, I for some reason, I hadn't connected with him. Well, we connected in a big way this year, last year. We wrote this song called God Whispered Your Name. You want me to play you a little bit of that? Yes, please do. Can no, why not? Uh, this I had this title scribbled in a in a magazine, in a in a my 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 uh, notebook. And we sat down last year at about this time and wrote this song. And uh it Keith Urban heard it and goes, Oh my god, I love it. And he went to LA, his backstory, and he recorded it with his with John Mayer's band. I'm a huge John Mayer fan. So, oh, wow. You know, How cool. Based, you know, Matt Chamberlain, just incredible players. And man, it, it was a huge hit for us this year. And uh, yeah, we'll be going to the BMI Awards in October to get to get a, a BMI Award for it, which will be really exciting. Um, I just, I'll do a little, I'll do a verse in course of this. So, uh, Thank you. I was so cold and lost. Nothing seemed to ring true. I couldn't bear the cross of everything I'd been through. And each day I knew I needed change. But there was no way, no way. Then God whispered your name. That's when everything changed. Love came out of the rain. Talk about being saved. Suddenly I want to live more than I ever did. Never going to be the same when God whispered your name. Thank you, Keith Urban. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. That is so, so- amazing. That was cool. And again, you know, that song, I'm, I gravitate toward writing songs that you can, you don't need all the production on that. I don't need, you know, if you can sit down at the piano and play the song, like, you know, Georgia, Georgia, 
song for you. I mean, you know, just, just a great song is a great song. And we got very lucky with that one. And the production is great on it. But uh, the, the other thing that was great on that is Nicole Kidman, his, his wife, the actress, ended up loving it and telling everybody it was her favorite song. So go on his Instagram and go back and you'll see him performing it during COVID down in the basement. She's dancing all around. That really helped us because I had just watched some of her shows like Big Little Lies. I don't know if you saw that. Um, She's got some great shows out and uh, it was nice to have Nicole Kidman because she's got a huge following too. Um, Those are the perks of living in this town and, that's wonderful well and you know it was just it wasn't too long ago that you were sharing with me your tim mcgraw song that just came out can you play a little bit of that any any story on that i know everybody and i hope everybody that's watching really you can check out jameslatermusic.com yeah follow him i really hope what you're hearing is that magic happens you know you follow your dreams through the twists and turns, the crash and burns, and and you keep loving what you do just because you can't help it. And yeah. magic happens. And as as you're witnessing, you know, and of course James is incredibly talented, but I can tell you he brings his love everywhere he goes. Right. Well, I'm a, I'm kind of a glass half full kind of guy. I'm kind of just built that way. My mom's like that. My dad was like that. And so, you know, like I said, we all have a, a, a road, you know, that we go and there's going to be ups and downs. And I just try to try to focus and stay positive because, you know, you really want to be around positive people in the end, if you can, you know, as positive as you can be. Because your attitude shapes the way you, you approach the day, you know, and approach your music and approach whatever you do in life. So it's important. You know, what, what, which one? I've got, I've got like 10 or 11 or 12 songs uh, Tim McGraw recorded. You're talking about Mexicoma? Well, you you decide. You choose. Well, I'll give you a little story. Well, yeah, give me a give a share share a little, a little bit. Yeah, here's the first one I ever got recorded. You've heard this. I probably played this live before. It's called "That's Why God Made Mexico," mm-hmm. and uh, this is the first song that Tim McGraw recorded with with me from probably about 2003 or four. Man, I'll just play you a little bit of it. Uh, um, Ma just said, "Roy, you ain't listening to me." And I got a whole lot more to say And Roy just crossed the floor And picked up his car keys She ain't seen nor heard from him to this day Here comes the chorus And that's why God made Mexico A place where we can lay low And slow, and the warm winds blow. That's why God made Mexico. I love it. More recently, if you go see Tim McGraw live, you will hear him do this song. He does it every night in concert. I'm sitting here stone, Tortilla Joe's. Nobody knows my name, but that's all right with me. She said adios, so I said hello. Don Julio, top shelf, self-help remedy. My, 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 Mexico. Though it's over, what sun still shines on a fool 
like me. Sun still shines on a fool like me. Sun still shines on a fool like me. My Mexico, my and and I'll do one little bit more. Brand new album just came out. I've got a song on there that I love so much. It hasn't gone to radio yet. I hope it does. I pray. But I want to play you a little bit of this. It's called Damn Sure Do. Girl, I know it seems like I'm hell or bust. Brand new. And I know a few words that'll make you blush. And that line I walk's been crazy as a corkscrew. And I got some miles on these cowboy boots. I've been up in smoke and down in ditches. Swung and missed some easy pitches. Been plum whiskey blind a time or two. I miss planes I was supposed to be on. Held up by the kiss of neon. Dancing in that midnight shade of blue. So I thank my lucky stars with my hand here on my heart. Do I want you? Gotta have you. Do I need you? Well, I damn sure do. Oh, God, I love that. Oh, my gosh, that is amazing. So I've had a, Tim McGraw's been an, an amazing uh, person for me to have on my side because he's recorded so many of my songs man it's been great and like literally he's got a brand new album out that song came out really good if people get a chance to go on spotify or apple music or whatever and check it out it's really good and tell them the name of the song again uh it's called damn, damn sure do yeah damn yeah. sure do you guys go check it out Damn sure do you do Oh, my gosh. Well, you guys, you can, again, check out everything at jamesslatermusic.com. James T. Slater. T. Slater.com. Yeah, or, or James T. Slatermusic.com. Um, and keep mm -hmm. up with him. It's, you know, it's James and I, because we're both so busy, we don't necessarily get to see each other a lot, but it's just so cool when our lives, we find each other. And oh, yeah, um, great always celebrating you. Well, you know what? I, again, I want to ask you a few questions about your dreamers road. Were there moments, what were the moments that you were like, this is it. This is one of those moments. Like what, what was it? Was it that oh. you so cut it? Was it the moment that you heard it on the radio? What was it and who was it? So, so um, <clears throat> just going through it, look, there's been so many great of those pinch me moments um meeting leon russell i don't know if you ever heard of leon russell. Oh, yeah yeah you know you go i'm on the high wire one side smoke one side fire it's circus life between anyway i wrote he lived in this town he died a few years ago but i uh, wrote a song called when gentry plays guitar that that um oh, jessica andrews recorded and he heard it was a, it was kind of about him and then he, you know, that came out on her album and then he heard about it and then he came into a club one night and got and hang out with me. That was incredible. He's an idol of mine. Wow. Um, you talk about, I'm going to just run through some moments. Robert, yeah. yeah. Robert Plant, to me, the greatest rock band in the history of music is a band called Led Zeppelin, you know, you know, and, and, and I got to one time I bought this other house that you never saw, but I bought a house here 
years ago. And my realtor called me and said, do you want to rent it to a rock star? And I'm like, who? And she goes, I'm not going to tell you. I thought it was Bon Jovi because he was in town recording a kind of a country album. Mm-hmm. Said, be at your house at so-and-so time. Anyway, my realtor pulls up with this guy and out gets Robert Plant. Now I'm talking about, you know, um, you know, I mean, Robert Plant from Led Zeppelin. So we hung out for about an hour and I was like, wow. <laughs> Being in the studio with Willie Nelson, not just getting to meet him, but him, him singing. I, I wrote a song for him with a Vicentico from the Los Fabulosos Cadillacs, mm-hmm. an Argentine man, very famous Argentine man. They came to town and I wrote a song with this guy and he said, Willie Nelson's going to do a, uh, 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 a duet on it. And I'm like, yeah. So I got called down to the studio. So a lot of the times when you're recording, when you write songs, you don't get to meet the guys. You don't get to be there when they record it. Mm-hmm. But in Willie's case, I sat in a studio and I sang the lines to him and he would sing it back over the speakers. And I can tell you uh-huh. when that voice comes over the speakers to you, it's like, oh my God, this is. <laughs> wow. Um, my mom going to the BMI Awards, you know, mm. my first BMI Award, you know, for uh, in my daughter's eyes for Martina McBride. She got to meet Martina and Toby Keith and all the stars. That was awesome. We performed with Vince Gill and Amy Grant at the Bluebird when I first moved here. That was incredible because she was like, she was like, can I bring my husband along, Vince Gill? And I'm like, yeah, bring him along. We did a show. <laughs> um, you know, stuff like that, uh, you know. Um, Oh, working with Steven Tyler from Aerosmith. Uh, I got to write a song with him. That's dually an incredible moment and then a heartbreak moment because he he loved this song. We wrote this song for him and he said he was going to record it and all of a sudden he didn't record it. That's the way it is. But getting to be in the same room with Steven Tyler, man, you know, was incredible. So all those great moments. And then there have been the other moments where, like I say, you know, uh, you you get songs that you think are going to make a record and they don't. Or in this town, if you're going to move here, you better be prepared to write 1,000 songs and maybe get three songs recorded. I mean, you have to you have to bust your ass and stay motivated and 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 wake up every day and almost be your own cheerleader. You know, mm-hmm. so that's a quick little list of, uh, of 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 incredible moments that have happened to me. Beyond you know, just there's so many. You know, getting to travel, Key West. Barbados, Switzerland, all the places, you know, that are, that you get to do when you're playing music. You know? Yes. Yes. What's your, well, here's a hard question. Maybe yeah. you can or can't answer it. Do you have a favorite song that you've ever written? Um, oh, yeah. You know, probably, honestly, I would say that I would say this song guys named captain, which is on Kenny Chesney's new record. Okay, well, we may need to end this this with that song in a second. Is that can we do that in a minute? Of course, yeah. Okay. I mean, that song. You know, it's a um, when I first moved here, I wrote in my daughter's eyes all alone. You know, and that was a pretty big deal in town because most people co-write here, right? But I had written that all alone and <clears throat> did very well for me. And then once you get in Nashville, you end up co-writing a lot, and co-writing is fantastic. And along the way, I would write a few solo songs. That's why I got me Mexico. Other ones. But I kind of didn't do that for a while. Well, last year I decided to do that some more. And I wrote a song for my father uh, called Guy's Name Captain. And, uh, Kenny Chesney. I already had a song on Kenny's new record called Wasted. And your your listeners can go to the new Kenny Chesney record and listen to Wasted. But there's the song that ends the record. Um, it's mm-hmm. called Guy's Name Captain. And man, when he called me and he's like, dude, you just wrote my life, like my life on the water and the ocean. That's it. And he actually recorded it and put it out and I got to perform it with him uh, on his release party, you know, and you can oh. 
You still hear that on No Shoes Radio. He plays it a lot with me singing with him. But that song, I'm most proud because it's my most recent and it's a solo right. Every word is honestly my dad, you know. And, and he, well, well, let's hear it. Let's honor your dad and let's honor this beautiful song that came from your heart. Okay. Please. Should I do the whole thing or give you a little bit of her? How, I think we want to hear the whole thing. I, it's not very long. It's kind of short. I so. want to hear it. We want it. We want to hear it. Me speaking from for everyone. All right. Well, you know, and again, uh, they can also hear the, the uh, oh, there's also a video of it on um, YouTube too that we made with, with all of us and my dad in it. But here it is. Kenny Chesney's uh, guy's name, Captain. This is for anybody out there who loves the ocean. And if you go, if you spend any time near the ocean on boats and everything, you end up meeting a lot of characters, guys mm-hmm. named Captain, specifically in Key West, a guy named Captain Outrageous, who was a friend of mine, who was a painter who passed away, real character. And then a guy named Captain Tony, who lived in Key West. He was the mayor for two years, a real Lothario, kind of a ladies' man. He lived to about 90 and then died. But if you ever meet people named Captain, they're always characters. So that's, that's all that I had. My dad had a sailboat always, so he was a kind of a sailing psychiatrist. And he always told me, man, therapy is the ocean, James. So his therapy is the ocean. So this is him. Guys named Captain are always characters living by the water somewhere in the Americas, south or central, or some virgin island. Barefoot and sun-kissed and always smiling, yeah. Guys named Captain aren't haters, they're lovers. Living life large or largely undercover. It's dive bars and cocktails, waitresses and tall tales. Chasing the sun, run aground or full sail. Like Captain Outrageous and Captain Tony. Painter and a sailor, old Key West cronies, floating on the breeze, the salt of the sea, ornery, tattooed and laughing, guys named Captain. <laughs> Casanovas and entrepreneurs, full of bravado, that's half the allure, wink of the eye, the shadowy past. Laugh lines from blowing, smoke up your glass. <laughs> like Captain Blind, Captain Kid, mutiny on the bounty, loose cannons in the wind. Buccaneers with nothing to fear, who go down with a ship, last man standing. Guys named Captain. No piano solo on. why I was thinking of Captain Stevens when I wrote this. I don't know why. Ooh, baby, it's a wild world. Guys named Captain have sons and daughters. Flesh and blood like my father. Captain Vic who played the mandolin. And when they're gone, man, you miss them. Guy's name, Captain. Guy's name, Captain. 
Here's to our fathers and our mothers, our brothers and our sisters, and anybody we've lost, and anybody that loves the ocean and knows that the ocean is a good listener. Oh, yay! Oh, James, that's amazing. I'll tell you a nice, quick, quick inside story. Um, So he recorded the song, and he asked me, called me, and he said, hey, do you mind if I put my dad's name, Captain Dave, in there? Because they called him Captain Dave. And I was like, man, Kenny, you know, I wrote it, but it's your song, and you're going to honor it by playing for millions of people. You put, you'd go ahead and put your dad in there. And so, oh, so sweet. Annie Mark. Hi, Hi, Annie. Oh, amazing. Hi, Mike. Thanks That's for so cool. listening. They're loving it, James. So he said, just to finish it, I told him, put your dad's name. I, I, I think that's beautiful, man. Ten minutes later, he called me and he goes, man, was your dad really named Captain Vic like in the song? I said, yeah. And he goes, he was a psychiatrist. He played mandolin, loved the ocean. I said, yeah. He goes, I'm going to keep your dad's name in there. Oh. Really? Did it. And man, like now, you know, this summer, he's playing for 60,000 people a night. And, you know, and this is a great way to honor my dad. So I know my dad's smiling. That was a beautiful thing. Oh, that's so beautiful. Yeah. So he's a stand-up guy. So beautiful. I have nothing but praise for Kenny Chesney, man. Well, thank you for sharing that. The life. And oh, yeah, we're going to get to that here in just a second. But before we do, I want to ask you just a couple more questions. One is, what is there any dream that's still left unlived for you? Is there anything like, oh, just that one thing? I mean, I'd be fine if it didn't happen. But mm, gosh, I want that moment. (laughs) Come on. Come on. You know, yeah, I mean, I think the dream is always, as soon as you write one like that, you're like, you, you're always like thinking, what's the next one? What's the next one? You know, so the dream is to continue. Honestly, it's like I'm living a dream already. Mm-hmm. I hope I can continue doing it. You know, um, I want to uh, keep changing people's lives. It's like people that just write right in just like just like that. And when their grandfather's named Captain or somebody writes in and High Cost of Living, you know, the song with Jamie Johnson, the people that go, their lives were changed because they heard that because it really is an anti-drug song, uh, you know. And, you know, So all, the songs are like pieces of your, my life. So my dream, I guess, is still to continue doing what I'm doing until I can't do it anymore. And um, probably to have a child and pass it on, pass it along in the DNA to my kid, to my kid, you know. Oh, I love that. Kid. That's beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. So I think uh, – I think it would be that there's so much, you know, uh, right now I'm just kind of living day by day and just appreciating everything I've done, you know? Um, so I couldn't say this one. There was one thing, you know, I mean, Kenny said, listen, man, when, when, when you see the, if you see the video that we performed together, he said, man, I want to put a grand piano on stage and mm-hmm. I want you to walk on stage in my show this year. Just walk for one song and play that song. Like you did with me, sing it together. Now, that would be a dream. Whether it's going to happen or not, I have no idea. But I'm putting it out to the universe. We'll see. Yes. I'm hanging. I'm, I'm seeing that happen. I'm seeing it happen. Yeah. So, uh, boy, so it's, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm able to, when I, I wrote something down 20 years ago, I said, I want to live in Nashville. I want to have a nice swimming pool. I can swim every day. I want to travel to the sun. My mom lives in Florida on the beach. I do that. And I want to write songs every day. 
and sing and play the piano. Well, I'm basically doing that. You You're know? doing it. You're doing it in spades. Well, so this is the last question that I have for you. Mm -hmm. It's an important one. Okay. What advice would you give to anybody, like you said, any dreamer? And it could be songwriter. You said write a thousand songs, you yeah. know, get ready for rejection. Is there anything else you want to say to anybody? Man, you know, uh, I would say eat a lot of good papaya with lime, cold papaya. <laughs> right on. I don't know why I say it. Um, <laughs> actually, I was thinking about that. There's a saying, my mom is Spanish, like I said, and you know as well, Stephanie, and you're around a lot of Latinos. There's great little proverbs that Spanish folks have. The Spains, Spaniards, Spain people that speak Spanish grow up with. And my mom always says, uh, she says, del dicho al hecho hay mucho trecho, which my advice would be that, del dicho al hecho hay mucho trecho, which means from saying you're going to do something to doing it, del dicho saying it, al hecho, I, I did it, I moved it. there's a long road. <laughs> so here's my thing. I find myself like everybody, you know, you think something, how do you go from glorious potential to glory itself? Well, you have to put the wheels in motion and it doesn't matter if you fail. I've failed plenty of times. You don't know how many songs I've written that didn't make it or I go, oh, it just isn't good enough. There's a billion for everyone you've heard tonight. But just from saying I'm going to do something to doing it, it's a long road. But boy, it feels good when you do it. And nine times out of ten, you miss. But that tenth time, you're like, wow, that really worked. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I guess I'd say for people, this is not an easy business. It's tough. It's tough. I don't care how many number ones you've had, how good you are. It's tough for everybody, man. Everybody's, you know, working. But you got to love what you do. And it's got to be in your heart. And that's what I live for, you know. I really do. So, well, that that is the best advice ever. And I can say, speaking from knowing you these years and watching you mm -hmm. and connecting to you, you've never changed. Your heart oh. is always right here. Right. You know, in every song and everything that you do, you guys, you can check out and keep following James T. Slater music.com. You can follow him on Instagram. Mm -hmm. I mean, and for all you dreamers out there, go check out his body of work as an artist himself. And then as a writer, he is in the flow of love and joy and passion. And, um, you know, James, I want to thank you so much. I want to end this with a song that the Texacana Mamas, who I'm a Texacana Mama, First you are. We, we ended up playing, making our debut at the, the Bluebird. And it was Latina night, celebrating our Hispanic heritage. And I said, gosh, we got to have one Latino. We got to have James T. Uh, here. It was a blast. It was so much fun. He kind of became the padrino, uh, the, the, the godfather of the Texacana Mamas. And and played on our album with us when we first went in the studio and we wanted to honor um, him by recording a song that was a giant song for him with Kenny Chesney and we did a, a, our own version. But tell us just a little bit really quick and play a little bit of the life to take us out. Sure, um, uh, I mean, that was one of my favorite songs ever. Uh, my buddy Casey Bethard and I wrote that song. Um, when, 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 uh, that's when God Made Mexico was going to be a single for Tim McGraw years ago when I first got here. And then my buddy Casey Beathard, I didn't know him at the time, wrote a song called No Shirt, No Shoes, No Problem for Kenny Chesney. And they decided when that came out that they weren't going to make God Made Mexico a single for Tim McGraw. 
So I always like, dang, when I met Casey Beathard years later, I said, man, you owe me. You know, your, your, your Kenny Chesney song went to number one and not my song, Tim McGraw, out, you know. <laughs> goes, well, let's write together. Well, The Life was the first song we wrote. It's funny yeah. how karma is, you know, if you stay positive. Yeah. I'm very bitter, but no. I was like, okay. So we write The Life, we sit down one day, and, you know. Mm. And laugh at the bar with my friends. Go home to my wife and pray every night. I get to do it all over again. I fish, play my piano, and laugh at the bar with my friends. Go home to my wife and pray every night. I get to do it all over again. <laughs> you know, in a good song, you could do like, you could do, I fish, I play my guitar, and I laugh at the bar with my friend. Go home to my wife, hope I can do it all over again. Bam. <laughs> the chorus of the song for everybody. It really is. It really is. You just write, you write the simple, most beautiful truths in life. You guys, I want to thank you so much, James T. Slater. I love you, my friend. I, I feel so blessed that in this life on my dreamer's road, that at the very beginning, mine crossed yours and right. we've gotten to write and record and dance. And we've got so much more to do. Um, you know what? I'm going to tell you something. Right now, it just hit me. I hadn't planned on saying this, but I've met Carlos Santana a few times because I, I, I saw him when I saw him in Panama when I was 15. I saw him in concerts, the only concert we got in Panama. And I was like, oh, my God, that's what I want to do, play music. And years later, I lived in Europe, Switzerland, before I moved here. And I got to I got I was pretty well known over there touring with a very famous band, writing some big hits. And I got to meet Carlos Santana. I swear to you. I'm like, we're sitting here talking. I talked to him for about a half hour backstage one time. I tried to get him to go to Cuba to do some shows with, with me on a trip to Cuba. Your light and vibe reminds me of Carlos Santana. Oh, what an honor. Thank you. No, I'm like going, I'm going, wow. I just, something is telling me you have like this spiritual, beautiful light that you carry with you. Don't ever lose it. Keep it up. And what you're doing is beautiful. And I, I, I really feel that right now. So. Thank you. Well, you know what? That's it. You guys are witnessing right here on live stream. <laughs> the next we're going to be writing together because we make do make magic together and our hearts match. And Absolutely. I want to thank you so much okay. and um, have a great rest of the night. Muchísimas gracias. Thank you. And you guys, everybody say adios to Mr. James T. Slater. Adios, everybody. Adios. See you next time. Love you, my brother. Wow. I hope whoever is watching is as touched as I am. I mean, what a gift. It's almost like we're right at the Bluebird here at Casa del Rio in my little entryway of my home. James Slater, a true dreamer who just found the joy and the love. And um, we're going to honor James. We've created a little honky tonk mariachi trivia tonight based on, um, on James Slater and all of his 
amazing uh, honky-tonk crossroads. So here's our first question. You guys, by the way, the winner is going to win a bar of this divine, organic, delicious, honky-tonk con chili peppers chocolate bar. All right. So be sure that you write in to see if you can win this bar. All right. So the honky-tonk question is, what country artist has not has not recorded a song written by James Slater. <laughs> is it A, Keith Urban? Is it B, Kenny Chesney? Is it C, Tim McGraw? Is it D, Dirks Bentley? Is it E, Martina McBride? All right, you guys, let's see. What do y'all have to say? What country artist has not recorded a song by James T. Slater. Is it? Here we go. Let's see. What country artist is it? Allison Auerbach says it's D. And the answer is. Let's see those. Let's see those answers again. Is what country artist has not recorded a song by James T. Slater? Was it A. Keith Urban? Was it B, Kenny Chesney? Was it C, Tim McGraw? Was it D, Dirks Bentley? Was it E, Martina McBride? You guys, the answer is D, Dirks Bentley. Allison Auerbach, you win the very first divine decadent <laughs> honky-tonk chocolate bar with chili peppers. Congratulations. Just send me a PM and we will get that out to you. All right, you guys, we have one more one more thing on the honky tonk trivia. Where did James Slater write this most beautiful song? If you haven't heard it, you guys, you've got to check it out in my daughter's eyes. Did he write it in a Key West, Florida? Did he write it in B Zurich, Switzerland? Did he write it in C Nashville, Tennessee? Did he write it in D Austin? Texas? Did he write it in E, Raleigh, North Carolina? Where did James T. Slater write the most amazing song about a daughter in my daughter's eyes? It's amazing. Did he write it in A, Key West, Florida, where he loves to go? Did he write it in B, Zurich, Switzerland? Did he write it in C, Nashville, Tennessee? Did he write it in D, Austin, Texas? Did he write it in E, Raleigh, North Carolina? Where did James Slater write in my daughter's eyes? You guys, the winner tonight is going to be the very first person to receive these little CDs that we had made up. This is the very first recording I ever, ever did with Mariachi Azteca in San Antonio, Texas. Uh, they claimed I was the Mexican-American Patsy Cline with mariachis and uh, went and recorded these three songs. And uh, it ended up beginning my very first record. No one has a copy of this. The answer from Mr. Jeremy Pager, you are right. It is B, In My Daughter's Eyes by James T. Slater was written in Zurich, Switzerland before he got to Nashville. You guys, Jeremy Pager, I'll sign this. Uh, send me your, your information and we'll get that right in the mail to you. Well, you guys, I want to show you uh, a little bit about you guys seeing my 
amazing sombrero, my hat. We are getting into the business of fashionista, fashionista, things that I just love. People keep asking me about them. And so we ended up bringing these amazing sombreros that are hand painted from Mexico. I work with an artist to design these things. These amazing little leaf earrings come from Lisa Ruiz in Austin, Texas. And of course, you can see we have our Honky Tonk Mariachi t-shirts, which you can get at honkytonkmariachi.com. But here is a little merch video so you can get a little taste of it all. We hope you're enjoying this broadcast of Dreamers Road with Stephanie Urbina-Jones and the Honky Tonk Mariachi. You can support the Dreamers Road through music and merchandise. Visit www.honkytonkmariachi.com. Well, you guys, I want to end tonight. We're getting towards the end. I want to show you a little bit of a rehearsal that the Texacana Mamas, as we were rehearsing for our first album, and there's James Slater behind us playing the piano on our version of the life. You can just witness the behind the scenes as the magic began to happen. This is Patricia Vaughn, me, Stephanie Urbina-Jones, and Tisha Nahosa, the Texacana Mamas. Check us out. As you can feel, hopefully it was such a magic experience to cut that song, tell that story with the mamas and James and so many amazing musicians. Well, you guys, this is coming to the end of this Dreamers Road. 
for tonight. My name is Stephanie Urbina Jones. It is an honor. I truly hope that as you watch and you listen and you feel that you are inspired to follow your own heart, your own dreamer's road down whatever crazy idea that is, is, is got you by the heart. Remember to subscribe to us, share us and like us on the dreamer's road and join us in two weeks. I'm so honored. We were going to be having legend Manuel Cuevas, who was the honky tonk um, designer icon from Mexico, who has designed from Elvis's white suit to Raquel Welch's famous bathing suit, John F. Kennedy, um, Loretta Lynn, Dolly, um, Johnny Cash, to all the modern day honky-tonk artist of today. He's got an amazing story and an amazing heart, and I'll be honored to share it with you two weeks from tonight. Subscribe to us, share us, and like us. And until then, remember that every dream is worth living a lifetime to dream. You guys, my name is Stephanie Urtavina Jones. We'll see you down the dreamer's road. Adios, mis amigos. Muchísimas gracias, y'all. Thank you for watching The Dreamer's Road with Stephanie Urbina Jones and the Honky Tonk Mariachi. You can keep up with us on Facebook, Instagram, and by everything at honkytonkmariachi.com. Remember, above all, some dreams are worth dreaming a lifetime to live. Muchísimas gracias. Adios, mis amigos.